0: Hello. We are excited that you have decided to join us today via our podcast. There are other ways you can join. You can watch us live on Facebook, YouTube, and Roku under the Miracle Temple Deliverance Ministries or on our website at www.mtdm.org. You can also join us in the sanctuary at 401 North Wright Street, Burgaw, North Carolina, 28425 every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you would like to give a donation, you can go to our website and click the donation button at www.mtdm.org.
1: the Word to us, and let there be light coming from the Word that it penetrates our very being and it comes out of our mouth like a two-edged sword like a fire that devours everything going on around us and like a hammer that breaks the rocks into pieces father i thank you that it's no longer us who live but it's christ who lives in us because we have been crucified with christ and we give you glory honor and praise in jesus name amen amen of course i believe everybody know tonight that we will be having a test and the test is for um, the disciple uh, the ones who signed up for the discipleship course and also the test will be for leaders who did not sign up for the course I'll say it again the test is for those that um, signed up for the leaders uh, disciples course and the test is also for leaders who did not sign up for the course so we give God glory That everybody's prepared and ready. But before we go forward with the test, I'm going to go forward with what we're getting into next. What the Lord has laid on my heart to get into next is the names of God. And I do feel like in order to be a disciple, we need to know him. We need to get to know him to the point of when things um, are going a certain way in our lives, we can call on him. We can call on, um, you know, one of his redemption names and know who he is um, when we call on that name. So I want to go over tonight, and I want to go over it just a little bit. Um, Go back with me to the book of Genesis in the beginning, and we want to talk about this first name just a little bit. And I believe by talking about his names, it would help us to realize who he really is. It's helping us to know his attributes and his character, and it's helping us to grow in the things of the Lord. So, Genesis chapter 1, we're going to begin at verse 1. And the word of God reads, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So, we see in the beginning, We know the beginning is the first cause of everything, and it says God. There, God means Elohim, Elohim, and we know Elohim is a creator. He's the one that has created everything, and this is what we need to um, keep before us to understand that everything was made by him, and it was created by him, and it was created for him. He created everything with a purpose, with a plan. And if we would keep that before us and meditate on that, when things begin to happen in our lives, when it begins to happen with nature, when it begins to happen with our bodies or whatever it may be, we have to go back to what God created and how God created it. And we know that God created, create mean he made something out of nothing, meaning that it did not exist. And if it did not exist, how did God create it? By words. So when you read the first um, chapter of Genesis, you will see how God called things to be not as though they were. And if we keep that in mind on how God has done things, when things pop up in our lives, we are reminded you are the creator. This is who you are. When you go through the Bible, you can see how they called him by, you know, some of his um, names when they were in trouble. Like, I'm going to go over and name Jehovah Jireh, and I know we all familiar with that. But I believe the more familiar we come, the more familiar we get with his name in our times of trouble, And our times are going through, we will remember truly who he is. And if we remember truly who he is, it'll help us to get through some of the things that we're going through. So that first chapter tells you what God has made and how he made it. He made it by speaking things into existence. So that tells us that if he made those things by speaking them into existence, then we have to speak to those things that he has made because he's the creator. He's the maker of all things. So when something is not doing like God created it to do, we need to go to him. I'm bringing back up George Washington Carver because he was a man that believed in God's creation. And in order for him to get those inventions that he had with the peanut oil and using the peanut to make things that um, would help you when your body is ailing or going through, they went to talk to him, and they were asking him, how did he come up with all of these inventions, with all of these things that he came up with? He took them back to the Bible, and he said, what I would do, I would go back to Genesis. And he went back to Genesis Um, chapter one, I believe it was verse 29, and it says in 29, and God said, see, I have given you every herb that yields seed, which is on the face of all the earth, and every tree whose fruit yields seed to you, it shall be for food. So when he had a situation that was going on, He would go back to what God had made. And he said, if God made these herbs, if he made these fruit trees, if he made these things, he made them for a purpose. He made them for a reason. So when something would come up, he said he would take God's creation and he would let the creation speak to him. That sounds crazy, doesn't it? I'll give you an example. When Jeremy was little and I had taken him to the doctor because he had a fever and it could never break the fever... It was telling me, I want you to use Tylenol, I want you to use Motrin, and I want you to keep, you know, when you, when you use one, then you use the other. I want you to rotate the medication. And I did that, and I said, he's still having a fever, and it seemed like this fever won't break. So they say, just keep doing it. Now, I wasn't satisfied with man, so I went into prayer, and I said, Lord, you only know what's going on with my son. And I'm depending on you to tell me because man don't know. This is all man know. But you go uh, further than man. You know more than man. You're all knowing. And as I sat there and I waited on the Lord, the Lord said, I want you to go get some tree bark off the pine tree. So that sounds crazy. So I'm like, tree bark off a pine tree? He said, I want you to take that bark and I want you to boil it. And as you boil it, when it cools off, rub him down with it. I did it, and that fever broke. Why did it break? Because this was God's way. See, God's creation is there for a purpose. All the stuff that's in the forest is there for a purpose. And if you will hear God at the time, God will show you what to do with what he has created. He created all these herbs to be used for a purpose, for medicine. And uh, I remember, I don't know if um, any of y'all was raised off of pine top tea. When we were little and we would get coughs or get things like that, they would go get the pine top, they would boil it, they would put honey in it, and they'll tell you to drink it and wrap up. Do not take the cover off of you. We would drink it, we would wrap up, and it would take care of that cough. So God has things on this earth because he is the creator. He know how things should be, and he know what we should do with the things that he has created. And this is why George Washington Carver, he always went to God when something was not doing what it need to do, creation. And they went to him concerning a flower, and this flower was dead. And when the man walked in, he was looking at the flower, and he was looking at it intensely, just staring at the flower. And he said, well, I'm just going to wait back here. So he heard them. and He said, no, come in. So he was explaining to them, this is why I'm looking at this flower this way is because I know God didn't create this flower to be this way. And they want me to find out why this flower keeps dying and won't grow. And he said, as I take the time to look at this flower, Mr. Creator will speak to me. And he would tell me, through this flower, what's going on with this flower? So he said, but the thing is, you have to have love for his creation. See, love conquers a multitude of sin. When you truly love something or someone, you love them so much, you don't want them to hurt. You don't want them to go through. You love them to the point of you saying, God, I trust nobody with them or it but you. Because you created it, you created them. Just like Jeremy, the love that I had for my son, I couldn't go on what they were saying because it just didn't seem right to me. I knew that God was my answer because the Bible says when you call on him, according to Jeremiah 33, he will answer you and he will show you great and mighty things. Why is it that Christians are getting out of the way of God and trying to do things in the way of man. I'm going to tell you why. Because they don't trust God. They trust man more than they trust God. How do I know? Because they figure that man can make it right. The only way that we, some of us, truly trust God is when man say, "Is nothing else I can do. Why do it have to come to that point for us to truly say, God, you are who you say you are. God, you can do what you already said you were going to do. The reason why is because we have gotten so comfortable with man that we feel like man don't make no mistake. Um, when my sister was home, we was talking about um, how in the hospitals and how things happen with working in the hospital and how doctors would come out and apologize and say, I'm sorry, we made a mistake. They will pay you for that mistake. But you got to live with that mistake. Limbs, wrong limbs being cut off because they missed it. They'll come out and tell you what they did wrong. But then they'll pay you for it. But you got to live that way for the rest of your life. So this is why we have to go back to the one who creates everything. And we have to always check in with him to say, God, I know what they say. But God, what are you saying concerning this situation? Because you're God, you Elohim, you are the creator. So just like George Washington Carver, they said, well, how do you really know what God is saying? He said, I get up very early. He said, that's the problem. We don't want to seek him early where he can be found. He said, when you get up early and you get in a quiet place, he said, I would go in the woods. And as I would seek God, I would say, Mr. Creator, how did you create this? Mr. Creator, what can you do with this? He even had jars of clay. He said, I got jars of clay that speaks to me. You know, in the Bible, let me go somewhere. Let me find it because God gave me this when I got demoted on my job and I was going to quit the job. But the Lord told me, this is what he gave me. He said in Isaiah 55, 12, for you shall go out with joy and be led out with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth into singing before you. And all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come up the cypress tree. And instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle tree. And it shall be to the Lord for a name for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. Look at the trees clapping hands. Look at what nature can do. Do you know that nature is actually moaning and groaning because nature is waiting for the sons of men to stand up, to rise up, and speak those things that be not as though they were? So it's up to us. The people of God, the one that he has given authority. When we see something that's not right, God has given us the right, the power to speak to whatever is not functioning the way that it should be functioning and tell it you will function. The way you have been created to function. We don't wait on something to help us function except the word. Because the word is not going to change. The word is your medicine. So we have to use the word of God for everything. What did Jesus do? He knew creation. He knew how God intended for creation to be. When the tree, the fig tree was showing leaves but not showing figs, he knew you out of order. So he said, I curse you at the root. Nobody will be able to eat from you from this day forward because jesus knew you are deceptive the tree was speaking to him so god creation speaks to you when you have a love some of us in here have a love for plants some people say you have a green thumb that's just a love that's pouring out of you for plants i had an aunt that i mean you would go in her house and everything be so pretty and green and i'm like what do you do to your plants i don't she had a love for those plants so i remember i had a plant and it was very small and i began to i named the plant first of all angel and i set it on my desk at work and i would go in every morning and i would talk to angel i would have conversations i said oh you're so beautiful you're green you're flourishing like the palm tree you're growing like a cedar in lebanon just speaking to angel every day That flower got so beautiful, it was just running, just running all across my desk. But when I lost the heart for the place that I was at, I didn't think about Angel no more. I took Angel home and just set Angel down, didn't bother to talk to Angel no more, and the plant died. So what was it? The plant was hearing my voice. The plant felt the love I had for that plant. And that plant began to grow. It began to flourish Why? Because if God spoke to creation for it to come forth, don't you know when we speak to plants, they hear that love, they hear that voice, you're going to live, you're not going to die, you're going to declare the works of the Lord. And the more that you do that, instead of saying, oh, you dead, I'm going to throw you outside, you know, no, his creation can hear. So we have to speak good things because God is a good God. And everything he created was created what? Good. And then the Bible says after man, it was very good. So we have to speak good things over God's creation. This is why even when it comes to us, when it comes to our bodies, we have to speak good over everybody, no matter how bad they look or how bad they talk. We speak what the word of God says about that individual. This is what brings life to any given situation. He's Elohim. He's the creator. He wants us to do what he done. If we're going to represent him on this earth as Elohim, they have to know he is Elohim. He creates. He takes what man can't do, and he put it the way it should be done. Go with me to... Um, let's go to Isaiah 45. Even the prophets speak about what God is doing and how God has done it. Isaiah 45 verse 18. For thus says the Lord who created the heavens, who is God. Did you hear that? For thus says the Lord. Who created the heavens, who is God, who formed the earth and made it, who has established it, who did not create it in vain, who formed it to be inhabited. So when we go back to these scriptures, when things are going on, we remind God, we say, God, you created the heavens, you formed the earth and made it, you established it, you formed it to be inhabited. When we go in through a situation, no matter what it is, we remind him, God, I know who you are. And it's helping us to realize he is the creator. There's nothing too hard for God to do. Let's go to Jeremiah. Well, before we go to Jeremiah, go to Isaiah. I believe it's 55 again. No, it's 54. Isaiah 54. And we want to look at what um, God is saying here in Isaiah 54, 5. For your maker is your husband. For your maker is your husband. Do y'all hear that? For your maker is your husband. The Lord of hosts is his name. And your redeemer is the Holy One of Israel. He is called the God of the whole earth. God created the whole earth. He created everything. He's Elohim. When we look at him for who he really is, we will see things get done in our lives. Let's go to Jeremiah 32. This is when Jeremiah was shut up in prison. And the Lord came to him to buy a field when he was shut up in prison. And God began to speak in um, verse 27. He began to assure of the people's return, assure Jeremiah. And verse 26. Then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah saying behold, I'm the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? So he's saying again, behold, I'm the Lord, the God of all flesh. I'm Elohim. I'm the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? So when you know him as Elohim, when things get so hard, we say, God, you're the creator of all things, there's nothing too hard for you. There's nothing that you cannot do. So I want to put my trust in you and you alone because this is who you are. So we have to stand on his names, knowing who he is. We have to learn to call on him when it comes to these names. And I um, was reading when they asked George Washington Carver, When things don't look right, when he don't know what to do or how to do with the clay or with the oils or with the herbs or whatever he have, what does he do? He say, I look to the hills from which cometh my help, because my help cometh from the Lord. See, when he has created something, no matter how bad it looks, we need to say, God, I look to you. You're the only one I can look to, Mr. Creator. And um, I believe it was, I, I don't want to call him out of name, but it's another inventor that's a scientist. And when they was talking to George Washington Carver, they said, I think he's an atheist. He said, no, he's no atheist, because there ain't no way no atheist can create what they create without God. Because the things that he created come from God and already did talked talk to him. And he said, that's how he got his ideas to do what he done. So see, some things we um, don't look into we assume so this is why god have to be before everything because think about it y'all when you look at your body you can't see inside your organs you cannot see all of that you know man didn't place them there and man can't put them back there not the way god did man can get trained and man can have knowledge but at the end of the day they're not god God got to give them the wisdom. He got to give them the know-how. Do y'all remember that movie um, dealing with this um, black man that was doing open-heart surgery? And he was doing it so well that people were flying to him to have that open-heart surgery. And he knew it wasn't him that was doing it. But he'd done it very well. So they trusted him because he never failed in doing what he'd done. People don't give credit to God. This is why whoever you got your trust in if you're not going to trust god you need to say god just be honest god I, I just don't trust you the way i need to trust you but i know you love me enough to send me to somebody that can help me cuz right now i'm just too anxious i just want it done when you go ahead of god and god tell you to wait somebody can mess you up for life that's why you don't rush People can talk a good game. They can tell you, I do this all the time. I have not made no mistake. I know a case right now. I have made no mistake. I'm the best ever, but they made a mistake. See, when you're so arrogant and, think, and you think you're above God, you don't go to those type of people. You go to people that say, it's not me that's going to do it. It's the God in me. That's going to help me to do what I do. You can't trust words of man. Because the Bible says, put no trust. And no man. The longer you communicate with anybody. They can talk a good game. It can sound good. You feeling happy about it. You can talk to somebody. And they say they're going to give you a million dollars. And you sticking with them like glue. Because you believe in what they said. Soon as they get the money you don't see them. But if God tell you that. You best believe it's already yours. It's already yours. So our trust have to be in Elohim, the creator of all things. We got to stop putting so much trust in man that when man fail us, guess what we go back to? We go right back to God. Because God is our sustainer. God is our present help in the time of trouble. It starts with in the beginning. God created Nobody created you but God. And in your mother's womb, God knew you even before you were in the mother's womb. He knew your name. He knew how everything was going to be planned out. So what we have to do is put our trust more in God. Then we put our trust in man and saying, God, you are the creator. So, Mr. Creator, I don't know about this plant. I don't know about this garden. But you know about everything. So sit there, talk to the dirt, tell the dirt, you're going to bring forth what God is telling you to bring forth. And then you got to say, Mr. Dirt, what is stopping you from bringing forth what you need to bring forth? Now, don't get scared when the dirt start talking because it's his creation. His creation will talk to you. My brother told me something um, last night, y'all, it was so funny. Never heard this in my life, but he said it happened. He said he went to his uncle's house because his uncle didn't like snakes. So his uncle called him over there to kill the snake. He said the snake was in the top of the barn, wrapped around the rafter in the barn, and it was like a chicken snake. Did he say a chicken snake? You weren't in there. Anyway, was it a chicken snake, Jeremy? It was some kind of snake that was wrapped around. He said when he took the pitchfork, to hit the snake. What did the snake say, Jeremy? It hollered. He said, I never heard a snake holler and I left. He said, The snake, let me say, Ah! You tell me God creation. He said, I thought snakes just hissed. He said, That snake holler, I dropped the pitchfork and I ran. He said, True story. Because he said, I never heard a snake holler. I guess that snake said, No, not today. So he hollered out. So, God's creation, if a donkey began to speak to a man, don't you know anything else would speak to you? A fly probably saying, Don't kill me today. I got babies. Come on, if you open, if you have a love for creation, and Jamie Coston, if he is listening, Jamie has such a love for creation that he would send us stuff. He said, isn't that beautiful? Look at the sky. He named his daughter Sky. This is no joke, Sky. Sky, when she was born, would be always looking up. Just looking at the sky. But he would talk about creation so much. If he saw creation, we had him to kill a snake. He wouldn't kill it. He picked it up and sent it on his way he love creation? Anything that you love, you hear it. Like animals. I love my little poodle. I know when he's hurting or when something is going on with him. You know the barks. They talk to you. You know what they're saying. They know what you say. Get over there and sit down. You know what you do. Drop it. And I can hear him say, not today. (laughs) My husband say, drop it. Yes, Master. Creation, they talk to you. And I know people with animals know what I'm talking about. A cat. Oh, he talks. He pounces like this and look at you, Sam, and get you. You don't have to worry about me. Bye. They talk to you. So what I'm saying is we need to see God for who he is. First name is Elohim. He is the creator of all things. This is why George Washington Carver became so famous because he gave God glory for everything that he created. He knew it wasn't him. He knew it was God. And that's how we need to see creation. This is how we need to see ourselves and say, God, you know me better than I know me. You know what's going on with me better than I know what's going on with me. Mr. Creator, what's up? So this is what we need to do. Depend on him and him alone. Amen? I'm going to leave a quarter to eight, about 745, for us to take the test. But before 745, I'm going to have a few to come up and um, talk about. What we went over for our first test. What did you learn from that first test? Who want to come up? You fine. You want to come up and talk about it, Tiffany? You hadn't taken it yet. Okay. She said she, I guess she don't want y'all to come up because she needs to take that test. I don't think Marquisha took hers. It's okay. Don't worry about it. What we'll do, we'll go ahead on with the test because Macuisha hadn't taken hers. Um, Selena hadn't taken hers. Tiffany hasn't taken hers. Who haven't, else have not taken it? Okay. So we're just going to go on with the next test and let everybody take the test. And the ones that's looking at me online, you will be taking that test Sunday as well as leaders So we can make sure we're on one accord. And I want everybody to understand how important it is when it comes to um, Clem School. You're coming up in here for a purpose. God is raising up disciples, and we need disciples. We need learners of Christ. You cannot come in here and just think, I'm just going to sit in here and not be held accountable for what you're learning. If you go to elementary on up to middle school, to high school, to college, when you go out in the workforce, you have to be held accountable for what you have learned, and you're going to be tried by what you have learned. So just like our children, if, if we're teaching them at home their ABCs, when they go to elementary school, they say, okay, you farther along than anybody else, so we can advance you, you, you pass your ABCs. So we need to take these scriptures at home. I don't want head knowledge. I want heart knowledge. How do I know the difference between head knowledge and heart knowledge? Because I know when you fumble, when you come up here. When you got it in your heart, boom, 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 you spitting it out. When it's in your head, you got to wait till your head, bring it back around. But when it's in your heart... You may get kind of nervous at first, but all of a sudden, it began to come out, and it began to flow. Check this, y'all. You have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, he's your teacher. He's your helper. Remember, the Holy Spirit, he's going to remind you of the things that were spoken to you from the word. So if you at home studying to show yourself approved, a workman that need not to be ashamed but rightly dividing the word of truth, but it's time to take a test, you're not afraid. Why aren't you afraid? Because you know you studied for real. You know you know what you went over, so this is what you're going to put on that paper. But if you're leaving out of here on Tuesdays and this is no longer thought about and then you try to do it at work or sometime getting it in your head, I remember one person said, help me, give me my test. Help me, give me my, don't talk to me. Because they was afraid they was going to forget. Go on over there. They didn't want to forget what was in their head. Okay. So we want to see who got heart knowledge tonight. Y'all can come get your test or you don't want to pass out the test. Or you want, y'all can come get your test. Whoever needs to come get the test, come get the test. You can turn it off, Um, Kim. Thank you. No notes. Do not use your notes.
0: Thanks for watching Miracle Temple Deliverance Ministries, where miracles happen. You can join us each week on Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern for church service and on Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern for Bible study. For upcoming events, teachings, and ways to contact us and more, you can visit us on the web at www.mtdm.org. You can also give a donation by clicking the Donation tab. God bless you, and we will see you next week.